Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. Before we kick off the show, I just wanted to take a moment to remind you that the ICC Men's Cricket T20 World Cup Final is taking place in Barbados this summer. This, by default, gives all of my fellow cricket fanatics the perfect excuse to go and book a holiday to Barbados in June and experience firsthand the euphoric atmosphere at the Kensington Oval, the cricket mecca of the Caribbean. If the cricket alone isn't enough to tempt you, then let me be the one to remind you that a trip to Barbados can also include leisurely strolls along the breathtaking coastline, mouth-watering flavours of the world-class Bayesian cuisine, and of course, plenty of rum. Head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today to book the trip of a lifetime to Barbados, the best place to be a cricket fan. Hello and welcome to the following on podcast from TalkSport. I'm John Norman and on a day when the TalkSport team rude the collective decision not to bring raincoats, I'm alongside an equally sodden Andrew McKenna. England barely made it out of the team hotel today. Heavy rain battering Colombo overnight and throughout the morning. The second warm-up called off just after lunch here in Sri Lanka. England's Chris Wokes saying days like these are only good for computer game buffs. Oh, definitely be some FIFA. That's, that's been uh, top of the list already. So little in the way of action, but that didn't stop us. Tracking down legendary Sri Lankan batsman Aravinda De Silva, who admitted he'd given personal advice to out of favour Angelo Matthews. You have to be able to come up in life and fight situations like that. So I hope he takes my advice. More on that later. Plus, what do you do in Colombo when it rains? And don't forget, if you like what you hear, be sure to subscribe through your favourite podcast app and stay up to date with all the news from England's Tour of Sri Lanka. You're listening to Following On. Well, rain's been falling pretty much solidly since we uh, left the Pisara on day one, following England's 43-run win, uh, and it's continued. Uh, tropical rain, the, the kind of stuff that looks uh, great when you're looking at it. There's another crack of thunder goes overhead. Unfortunately, though, you had uh, how many hours watching the rain at the Pisara today before the game was abandoned? Uh, well, we were there in total about three hours. Um, we got there shortly after nine for a 9.45 first ball and to be honest as soon as we walked into the ground it was obvious they weren't going to bowl the ball today they just had to go through the process the official timeline was England were going to get there at 11.30 the umpires were going to look at 12 o'clock we actually had a bit of a chat with the umpires because uh, they were sort of kicking around because they, did, they couldn't even physically get out to the middle um, where we were yesterday around to where the England team were watching from had basically turned into a moat. There was four inches of water just congregated. 
So unless the umpires were wearing waders, they wouldn't have been able to get out to the middle to do the inspection. So they simply wandered over and went, no, not happening. So unfortunately, um, we, uh, we packed up again, really. Uh, had a chat with Chris Wokes. Um, all a bit frustrating, really. And you've got a feel for the guys who actually didn't get any cricket yesterday uh, because they would have been hoping to get some action today. And of course, there's now no more match time before the first one day. Well, let's hear from Chris Wokes. Uh, you caught up with him as the, uh, the rest of the England team were getting their kit, dragging it back to the hotel. And uh, you began by asking just how frustrating it is for an England cricketer not to be able to get out on the field. Yeah, I suppose it is a little bit. Um, you know, we try need to try and get as much preparation in before that first one there as possible. And obviously game time is crucial. Um, crucial part of that. So, um, yeah, a little bit frustrating, but there's nothing we can do about it. Um, you know, we got a good run out yesterday. You know, some good performances and some good time in the legs on a you know pretty boggy outfield and um, you know tough conditions obviously coming back from home so uh, yeah, we had a good round yesterday and it's suppose a little bit frustrating that we couldn't get out there today but we'll, we'll get on with it Is that something that you have to sort of think be happy in your own skin mentally that you are going to lose days here and there on a tour like this? Yeah I think so I think we know the rain's going to be around all the time at certain, at certain points in, in, the, in the tour so it's something that we're just going to have to you know get on with you know, there might be some games that are uh, interfered with the rain and we get back out and you know you lose some overs here and there but um, it can be frustrating at times but as a player you just need to make sure that you're mentally switched on uh, and you're prepared for you know whatever's thrown at you I suppose. You were lucky enough to be in the 11 is that is that kind of how it feels now with some of the guys who didn't get a run out yesterday now not getting some time? I suppose so I mean I'm pleased that I did play yesterday um, you know I feel better for the for the run out um, you know six overs in in tough conditions um, getting used to the heat, getting used to the humidity. Um, you know, I'd like to have gone a little bit better than I, I performed yesterday, but at the same time, it's good to get those overs under the belt uh, and bowl in the middle, particularly when you know you can do as much as you want in the nets, but there's not much quite like um, performing out in the middle and, and getting that, that overs in out there. So um, I'm pleased that I, I managed to get some time in yesterday. You got the new nub. What's it like gripping those kookaburra balls? I mean, with the lacquer on and with sweaty hands, it's got to be tricky. Yeah, it can be. I mean, they're, they're slippy at the best of times, even back home uh, when they're brand new. So, um, yeah, you need to make sure your hands are as dry as possible. Obviously, that's quite tricky with the humidity, but, you know, you take towels out there with you and, and um, you know, that's part of the, the challenge, I suppose, at this part of the world is, is trying to adapt to that. Um, it can be tricky, but you, you've got, you haven't got much of a choice, you know, the... Um, you know, your hands are going to be a little bit wet um, and you just got to try and you know, I suppose adapt to those conditions as soon as possible. The team room normally has a few things set up, so what is it for rain days here? Is it darts? Is it a bit of FIFA? Uh, I'll definitely be some FIFA. That's That's been uh, top of the list already. Um, some of the boys backing themselves to be the best already, Murray and Ali being one of them. But, um, yeah, I haven't seen much in the team room just yet, so, I mean, we'll see what we can get get back there today but um, there's not a huge amount we can do I suppose sit around have a bit of a chat a bit of FIFA and uh, yeah get through the day gym session maybe dreaded yeah, I'm sure we'll be back in the gym this afternoon um, bowlers that bowl yesterday will probably be a bit more recovery and a light gym session the guys that haven't bowled maybe have to uh, do a little bit more England's Chris Wokes there hopefully next time we speak to him we've got something a bit more juicy to talk about okay Macca so what are we going to do then um, we, we spoke at length yesterday and we watched a lot of cricket yesterday uh, it's been raining solidly ever since. FIFA, that's not really my kind of thing. What are, what are we going to do in Colombo as, a, again, another <laughs> thundercloud uh, goes past? A bit, a bit of gym, jump in a tuk-tuk. We can't really go sightseeing around the, around the markets, can we? Well, I suppose the one thing is, 
It might be rain, but it's at least warm rain, you know. So I, I still don't mind going out in this. You know, you're going to get absolutely sodden, but you're not going to be frozen to the core like you would be back at home. So to me, it, it's still a going out thing. It's going to be a trip to the gym and then see what else happens, um, which I think is pretty much what the team are going to have to do. It's, it's disappointing from their point of view. We all now troop up to Dambulla tomorrow. So unfortunately, it's a bit of killing time, really, before we can all get on our various buses and um, make our way up there. What is quite exciting, though, is that we were the advance party, uh, but we've, we've been joined now by some of the other TalkSport team. Gareth Batty's been here for 24 hours, and it seems like he's been here for a week. Jared Kimber uh, should be landing any time now. He's going to be over here this evening. Neil Manthorpe arrives tomorrow. Goffey's going to be setting off soon. Just that bit of excitement starting to build um, in and around the series. And, I mean, it's just wonderful to be able to sit down and listen to some of the tales that Batty comes out with. And I tell you what, he is a proper cricket badger. He doesn't stop talking about it. Yeah, absolutely. Well, he loves his sport. And, and, and we've seen, actually, over the last few years, there are a lot of people who play high-level sport who don't actually enjoy it, don't like it. Gareth's not one of those, um, and his insight is absolutely fantastic, and he has got so many stories. It is going to be great to get the whole team together. Speaking of teams, I wonder what this means for the England team. We thought that yesterday's team might be not a million miles off the one-day international team, but those guys who didn't get a go, Alex Hales, you know, can, can you pick him for the first game not having had a middle practice. Yes, he's netted. And what, and what they were doing, actually, in the nets the other day, he and um, Jason Roy were working as a pair, and they all batted as pairs. Alex Hales had 10 balls, came out. Then it was Jason Roy's turn. He had the same number of balls. Then they swapped back over. So they were doing little trust. So we did wonder at the time, oh, does that mean they're going to be the opening partnership and maybe Johnny Bairstow will be down the order? Of course, what we then saw the following day was, no, Hales missed out. Now, I'm sure Hales was due to play. I'm really intrigued to know who he would have batted alongside. Would it have been Roy? Would it have been Bairstow? Would it have been someone completely different? Sadly, we'll never know in all of that now. But does that now make it more difficult for Hales and maybe slightly easier for the selectors? Because Jason Roy looked in really good nick until... Mid-off, brilliant catch. Oh, my goodness. I'll tell you now, he's diving so he doesn't have to chase that ball. The fielder at mid-off is diving for that, and then all of a sudden he realised he was lying on the floor and he got got the ball in his left hand. And Johnny Bairstow got completely sawn off. Um, That ball pitched four inches outside a leg stump. So you can't actually properly judge the kind of nick that he was in. So, again, it would have been really interesting to see the makeup of the team. I, I do wonder, though, if the if the 11 that we saw might be the 11 and that would be brave wood and stone in the same lineup that would be a brave call but if you're going to be brave why not be brave in the first match and then you can always tinker it around for the rest of things no point being brave in the fifth game when the series might already be won or lost you know go for it from the start well that i suppose has been the mantra of the english odi cricket side for a number of years now isn't it go out there show your skills show off be brave and They've got to number one in the world. Yesterday on uh, the show, we were joined by Sri Lankan cricket journalist uh, Andrew Fernando. And of course, uh, we were all surprised yesterday when Angelo Matthews turned up uh, at the ground, uh, hung around for a couple of hours. Uh, Big debate about his position, whether he should be in the side or not. In terms of talent, I I can't see any other reason um, other than fitness keeping him out because he's got ticks every, every box. Today, 
while we didn't get much action at the piece, Sarah, we were fortunate enough to be able to send Gareth and uh, James Savindra to Aravinda de Silva's uh, house. The current um, regime has just left out Angela Matthews, the, arguably the, the one real superstar in the Sri Lankan uh, sort of group at the minute, uh, for fitness reasons. Um, what's your take on that and from what you've just said, you know, how are they looking after him and should he ever get to that point? Actually, I've been through that as well. So, in fact, I met uh, Angelo the other day. Uh, the advice I gave him was the more criticism you have, more enemies you have, that is when you should be more determined. And uh, when I got dropped in uh, 1999, after 1999, um, I told myself I am not going to leave on anyone else's terms. I will leave on my terms. So I got dropped. But I didn't also train after that. I thought, okay, I'll give up, but I will not uh, announce my retirement. I will wait for an opportunity. If I was given one, I'll prove myself and show them. So I'm happy to say Mr. Michael Tissera called me up and said, we want in 2000 or 2001, he called and told me. So it was two years after that. I had put on about 14 to 15 kilos from the time uh, I finished in 1999 when I played the last test match and uh, he said that we want to pick you into the Zimbabwe squad and for you to start playing. So I was given that uh, one and a half months uh, and I was so determined in one month I lost 13 kilos uh, and then went to Pakistan, we won the series, I got I think if I'm not mistaken 200s in the series. Uh, so that's the kind of thing I was trying to tell NG also. Uh, I think there'll be situations like that. Life is always like that. And uh, it's like your heartbeat, it goes up and down. You have your success. Then otherwise, if it goes up like that, you'll be dead. So it's like the heartbeat where it goes up and down. And uh, uh, you have to be able to come up in... Uh, life and fight situations like that so um, I hope he takes my advice things are different nowadays with social media and things like that uh, but you need to try and forget about all that forget about criticism fight criticism and sometimes you've got to be thick and uh, go through like the politicians I guess be thick and uh, perform do you get the impression from speaking to Angelo that he's got that real desire to prove people wrong and, and again, get to the head of the Sri Lankan cricket team, be that, that star player and, and fire them back into sort of the top of the world rankings and, and where they have been in the past? Because in the recent years, it's, it's not been as good. And do you think maybe he's a bit fed up of, of carrying the team or do you really think that he's got that fire in his belly and he really wants to prove people wrong now? Well, I think that's the responsibility of uh, the team management and the cricket board because if they want a successful team, which I think everyone should, uh, they need to sit him down and have a chat, and not only him, the team, uh, to try and if they feel that he's probably the one of the best players in the side, uh, how to get the best out of that individual. Um, it's 
I think at this level it's more man management than uh, talent or technique uh, because if you if you are able to condition them mentally uh, you'll see much more success uh, because those guys have enough talent to be competing at the top level it's just that they need to uh, be uh, directed properly and guided the way the team or the uh, management wants them to go um, i think that is that is the key because mentally if he was not strong uh, he wouldn't have survived for so long um, of course when sanga and mahila was there there was so much of pressure taken off some of these guys and uh, that the administration should have planned and given some of these guys the responsibility in some of the batting positions even some of the positions they uh, they would have held in the team uh, getting giving them little little responsibilities to show them that they are the ones who will carry sri lanka cricket in the future so that sort of planning never happens uh, with uh, an administration like sri lanka because uh, they are in a mess to start off with so obviously how could you think of a long term plan so they are always looking for short term remedies big thanks to aravinda de silva for uh, hosting gareth batty and james savendra and you can hear that full interview uh, throughout our coverage we'll no doubt be uh, unfortunately uh, bothered by rain at uh, different occasions throughout this tour maca um it is a shorter following on this week but we've still got plenty to look forward to haven't we we've got uh, a 5 hour coach journey possibly tomorrow and the big talk in the talk sport camp is about the playlists This is your baby. This is your idea. Everybody has to put together either an album or a playlist. It's going to be played out on the trip and nobody can veto. So essentially, we have to listen to 10 hard rock classics thanks to Andrew McKenna. It's your playlist first, Macca. Give me I mean the other guys aren't listening at the moment. Give me a give me a sneak glimpse into maybe one or two of the tunes that we're going to hear. I've still not decided. I've, I've, it was my idea about three weeks ago, and I still haven't decided. I may just go for a straight album um, rather than create a playlist because I'm I'm not sure you want to be taking tunes out of context. You know, they were put in albums in specific orders for specific reasons. I might just go for something classic. Yeah, the idea is that it passes the time, and as you say, the rule was it can't be vetoed, no matter how bad it is. that you think someone else's choice is it has to go from start to finish um yeah i i now may regret this decision i think you will be because sal ahmed is a producer here for the next 2 months went to a kylie mino gig 2 days before flying to colombo so you're to blame here mate well yeah i mean i'll have to take that one fairly and squarely on the chin but um i've got a funny feeling that a few people might throw in a few deliberate curveballs just and and there may have to be a prize for the worst track at the end of all of this because as i said i've got a funny feeling someone's going to throw in i don't know orville's i wish i could fly or something like that well and to think uh, the worst thing i was expecting was uh, anthrax's best hits metallica bit of thrash metal um or james savendra's uh, r&b anyway we shall see that's a tour diary and possibly uh, a little feature for virgin radio uh, macca uh, get to the gym and we will be back uh, on monday as a flash of lightning just uh, goes overhead again hopefully the rain would have abated by then
This has been the following on podcast from Talk Sport. I'm John Norman. Alongside me today, Andrew McKenna. There won't be a show tomorrow, as we mentioned. The Talk Sport team heading off to Dambulla, a whopping four-hour journey inland. The last time Maka and I made that journey, well, we got stuck behind an elephant. You've got to love that. Following on, we'll be back on Monday, though, as the excitement really starts to build towards the first ODI. By then, Goffey, Neil Manthorpe and Jarrah Kimber will be with us, and I hope you will too. To never miss an episode, be sure to subscribe either on Apple Podcasts or your favourite podcast app. See you tomorrow. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. And this is your gentle reminder that Barbados is the best place to be a cricket fan. With eight matches from the ICC Men's T20 Cricket World Cup Series taking place in Barbados this summer, including the final, you can experience the summer of a lifetime by booking today. Aside from immersing in world-class cricket in the sunshine, Barbados is the dream destination for all travel enthusiasts. It is where adventure meets paradise, the culinary capital of the Caribbean, and better still, the birthplace of rum. If you're keen to unite with cricket fans across the globe for what is set to be an unforgettable summer, then head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 